seated. This is a rather lengthy reading from the Gospel, and in a few moments you'll be on your feet, so I'm giving you a little break. I'll be reading from the Gospel according to Mark, the 10th chapter, verses 17 through 31. As he was setting out on a journey, a man ran up and knelt before him and asked him, Good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good but God alone. You know the commandments. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness. You shall not defraud. Honor your father and mother. He said to him, Teacher, I have kept all these since my youth. Jesus, looking at him, loved him and said, You lack one thing. Go, sell what you own and give the money to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. When he heard this, he was shocked and went away grieving, for he had many possessions. Then Jesus looked around and said to his disciples, How hard it will be for those who have wealth to enter the kingdom of God. And the disciples were perplexed at these words. But Jesus said to them again, Children, how hard it is to enter the kingdom of God. It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. They were greatly astounded and said to one another, Then who can be saved? Jesus looked at them and said, For mortals it is impossible, but not for God. For God all things are possible. Peter began to say to him, Look, we have left everything and followed you. Jesus said, Truly I tell you, there is no one who has left house or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or fields for my sake and for the sake of the good news who will not receive a hundredfold now in this age. Houses, brothers and sisters, mothers and children and fields with persecutions and in the age to come, eternal life. But many who are first will be last, and the last will be first. This is the Word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. You know, this uh, passage of Scripture has got so many messages uh, in there, and, and certainly you are probably thinking of some as you heard that. Uh, this is the passage of Scripture that the lectioner brought to us uh, for this, uh, this Sunday. But as I was reading over this passage of Scripture and thinking about this one great day of service, I, 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 I felt in my heart that this was something that God was putting perhaps on our hearts as we prepare here in just a moment to go out into the world, uh, to go and to share the good news of Jesus Christ. So often uh, we walk out into a world that squabbles, that bickers, that, that worries about who will be first, what will be last. We're always trying to get ahead of one another, this and that. And here is our opportunity, if you will, by the grace of God, uh, to do something very good in a number of ways. Uh, to not just go buy food uh, and, and then give an opportunity later in the morning to assemble that into to wonderful, uh, tasty boxes of, of goodness that will be delivered to people who are in need. But we have the opportunity to be witnesses on a Sunday morning when people are normally in sanctuaries or houses of worship when the, when the world doesn't see Christians in action, we on this, the Lord's Day, have an opportunity to go out and to share some love with one another. People are going to ask, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? Who is this going for? And you have that opportunity. But you also have the opportunity to speak to the love of Christ that has brought you not only to this place, but into those 
uh, places where, where goods uh, are, are transferred, where, where money is exchanged, you have that opportunity to bring the presence of Christ by sharing that you are giving this away. And that in and of itself, for people who might work every Sunday and not have the opportunity to, to see Christ in action, to see love in action, you have that opportunity. And many of you are going to have an opportunity then to extend an invitation. You all have the opportunity. Some of you are going to get little turkeys uh, that you can actually hand to people that you encounter in the grocery store. Uh, you know, you can give them to the cashiers, but the cashiers don't need five each. But if you run into someone who may not have a, a home where love is, is shared and good food is served, you invite them to our Thanksgiving dinner this afternoon at noon. Not this afternoon, but at noon. So you have an opportunity to be Christ in action today. Witnessing, testifying through your gift of giving of your time, uh, your sharing of your resources so that others can eat. What a wonderful opportunity it is for us to testify to God's eternal presence at work in the world today by the gift of love that you are showing. You know, when I think about Jesus as they gathered for that final Passover celebration in the upper room, when Jesus served uh, the disciples, when He washed their feet, He was a servant to them that evening. And He talked and He showed and he, and he would later in the next day or so demonstrate His great love for them. And so we have this opportunity as we have come to worship to take Christ's love out into the world. I hope and I pray that those of you that are physically able will go and be a part of this and that uh, you will pray God's blessing upon the gift of love that you are giving this day, as I mentioned, in so many ways and through so many opportunities. In the name of the Father and in the name of the Son and in the name of the Holy Spirit. Amen.